It's Friday evening, it's five o'clock, and that can only mean one thing. That's right, it is Friday Sport with myself, Aidan Rafferty, and I'll be with you for the next two hours. Uh, two hours full of sport. We'll start off the show, as always, with uh, Premier League chat with myself and Martin, then that'll be followed by Rugby View with myself and um, Adrian Leddy. We'll also have the yes, yes folks, it's back. It is Formula One. And mm-hmm. uh, the, starting off with the Grand Prix there, I know Martin, even though even though he is slightly annoyed that he was beaten by this week's um, by this week's uh, puzzle, um, you know, I'm wondering is there a health and safety? That Joe's uh, got me. <laughs> He's got me. <laughs> so we'd like to thank Joe for a, a, a great puzzle there that flummoxed, and, and it doesn't happen very often, folks, flummoxed um, Martin Dunn there, and another great show. So, uh, yeah, so we'll also have um, we'll also have Formula One, as I said. We'll have Castlery Cavaliers, all things basketball. Uh, we'll also have uh, Local J with myself and... Uh, Ray Lannan and uh, much much more so stay tuned uh, with us for the next uh, two hours from five until seven uh, as always we'd love to hear from you if you have any your if you have any predictions or anything you'd like to mention and just to let uh, all the Liverpool fans and football fans know you might have heard it earlier on today uh, Firmino is supposed to be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season I can't say I saw that coming although he hasn't been playing well what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm a big, I, I'm a big fan of Firmino. As I, th- I, th- I always thought he was a, a very good player, um, too good to be on the bench. But look at there you go. I suppose they brought in uh, Nunes, and he hasn't really been firing on all cylinders. Although sometimes he plays very well, and he, he does score uh, some goal, uh, the odd goal. But I think he's not as consistent as. Um, He's not as consistent as Firmino. And uh, myself and Martin were just saying off air that, uh, you know, he, he was unlucky not to go to the World Cup as well. So we'd be talking about uh, that. And uh, so we've all that and much more. So if you if you have anything you want to discuss, why not send a text or a WhatsApp message to 0838599748. That's 0838599748. You can listen to us in many ways. You can listen to us on the radio on FM 94.6 on the website www.rossfm.com live or indeed on the tuning app and don't forget the 50-50 draw which was held today it's on every fortnight the next one the next draw today will take place in three weeks time now not two weeks time because uh, in two weeks time it's uh, St. Patrick's Day so uh, we won't be holding it that day so uh, get your envelopes in it's very easy to take part in it it's, all you do is buy one for two euro or three for five and you'll be supporting not only will you be supporting your local radio station your local community radio station but you'll also be in with a chance of winning a great prize um, so there you go so uh, and uh, don't forget to uh, to um, also support your local radio station by tuning in to us every day Monday to Friday from 9 o'clock until 5 and uh, we we have something for everyone we've current affairs we've chat shows we have uh, music shows of a wide variety of uh, genres and of course sport every Friday you have uh, every Thursday you have GA View from 10 to 11 and on Fridays you have uh, Friday Sport from 5 until 7 and uh, don't don't forget that the, if you don't get to listen to it live um, the Friday, Friday Sport is up uh, is podcasted every Monday and up on the website rossfm.ie and of course GA Sport is uh, on Spotify as well and I'd like to give a, a, a shout out uh, to a number to a to to uh, two of our listeners there one is uh, a friend of mine and uh, a fellow a fellow member of um, Roscommon Civil Defence Andrew uh, Andrew Fox he's uh, he's uh, he says he tunes in every Friday so I'd like to say a big hello to to him and to 
to Andrew and thanks very much for tuning in and of course uh, an, another guy um, a member of uh, a guy that's involved with uh, Roscommon Gales as well uh, a guy a guy I know very well He, I was talking to him this morning so um, he, you know who you are so uh, thank, thanks very much for that it's it's always nice to get feedback uh, from people that uh, you don't realise are, are listening and uh, a, lot of, a lot of people tune into the show so I'd like to actually thank thank everyone who tunes into the show both uh, Friday Sport and uh, of course GA View every every Tuesday it, it means a lot uh, to us that uh, you tune in and uh, yeah it's great to have it's great to have Formula 1 back but uh, we're going to kick off the show with with that Premier League chat so yeah plenty to chat about and a lot of predictions you were saying there uh, Martin yeah we'll get to them eventually but uh, we'll go back to last week's uh, results in the Premiership Fulham 1, Wolves 1, Everton 0, Aston Villa 2, Leeds 1, Southampton 0, Leicester 0, Arsenal 1, West Ham United 4, Nottingham Forest 0, Bournemouth 0, Man City 3, Crystal Palace 0, Liverpool 0, Tottenham 2, Chelsea 0, and there on Wednesday, Arsenal 4, Everton 0, and Liverpool 2, Wolves 0. Just to quickly cover the predictions, Aiden, you got 6 out of 10. I got 6 out of 10. And Noel got 7 out of 10. So at the moment, as well it stands done, with me, yeah, well done, Noel. Between you and me, it's uh, I'm still on 9, Aiden's on 6. Uh, so just, uh, so Arsenal's still on top on 60 points, uh, 5 ahead of second place Man City. And, um, sorry about this. With Man United six points behind uh, City, but United have a game in hand on the top two. Spurs are fourth, four points behind Man United, while Newcastle fifth are four points behind Spurs, but they actually have two games in hand. And down at the bottom are Everton, Bournemouth and Southampton. The teams below, immediately above Toffees, have one game in hand on Everton, so... It, it was a bright start for Everton when they beat Arsenal there a few weeks ago, but... Uh, got all pear-shaped. <laughs> got a bit pear-shaped, but I still have faith in the man. Uh, the EFL Cup final was on Sunday. Uh, as you know, Man United 2, Newcastle 0, Casemiro and an own goal by Bot- Botman. Uh, uh, first half goals sank the two Army's hearts and gave the Red Devils their first silverware in six years. I suppose the difference, I would say, between the sides was Newcastle's failure to be able to score goals. Toons had 61% of the possession, 15 shots to United's 14, but only two shots on target for... What were your thoughts on uh, Carrius's performance for... Uh, was it more Because some people, one or two people say he was at fault for maybe one of the goals and other people are saying that he, he couldn't be blamed for any of the goals what are your thoughts on this performance well my thoughts are I didn't watch the game so I can't <laughs> really comment um, but all I know is uh, Newcastle were in the game just just they can't convert uh, and they only had t- two shots on target in the end compared to United's 10 so did you see the game Aiden how did uh, he do well, I, I I actually didn't get to see the game either. I was uh, I was uh, busy. I had other other things on. But yeah. uh, you know, um, norm, normally it's a game I, I would have watched. Uh, I was watching the the highlights of the Roscommon game. <laughs> well, I don't uh, think he was. I don't. I I didn't hear that he was at fault. But uh, anyone who's listening who watched the game, they might uh, tell tell us differently. But. Uh, 
It was a game where Man United just converted the goal, simple as that. And, and that, that, that's what it comes down to. And uh, yeah, so Man United now have won uh, the League Cup six times, and the Toon Army, uh, the 54 plus year wait for silverware continues. Uh, Man United, as you know, Aidan, are now just one trophy behind rivals Liverpool in the all-time honours list. They could still win the quadruple this this season as well. Uh, in seven of the last nine seasons, the League Cup winners has won at least one more trophy. So uh, you could say, and, and the way they came back against West Ham in the FA Cup, who's to say they they won't go on to win more? Uh, Newcastle now have lost their last nine matches at Wembley. The longest losing run by any team uh, at Wembley. The, their last win was uh, 68 years ago, again in the 1955 FA Cup final. And talking about FA Cups, the fifth round results as from last week, from Tuesday, Stoke 0, Brighton 1, Leicester 1, Blackburn 2, so uh, Leicester missed an opportunity there. Fulham 2, Leeds 0. Uh, Bristol City nil, Man City 3 and then on Wednesday a uh, bit of an upset here Southampton 1 Grimsby Town 2 uh, Burnley 1 Fleetwood Town nil, Man United 3 West Ham United 1 so Man United were 1-0 down in that game late in the game but they uh, turned it round um, Sheffield United 1 Tottenham nil. another bit, bit of an upset even though Sheffield United are obviously playing very well in the championship as well as the FA Cup but again a huge opportunity there, there for Tottenham just doesn't seem to be happening for them and the FA Cup draw for the sixth round is as follows Man City are playing Burnley so uh, Vincent Company will be going back to his old uh, haunting or his old club should I say uh, bringing his championship leaders Burnley there, so that could be an interesting game. Uh, Manchester United v Fulham, so that's an all, all Premiership tie. We've got Brighton, will play, be playing Grimsby Town, I suppose a surprised team still in the FA Cup from League Two. And Sheffield United from the Championship will be playing Backburn from the Championship, so an all Championship team there, so that uh, guarantees at least uh, one Championship team uh, into the next round. The ties will be played on the s- between the 17th and 19th of March. Moving on to the Champions League, round 16 matches, second, second legs last Tuesday. Benfica uh, will be, sorry, Benfica will be playing uh, next Tuesday Bruges. Uh, Benfica 2 0 up. Chelsea will be playing again against Borussia Dortmund. They're losing 1-0 on aggregate at the moment, so uh, they'll be interesting to see can they turn that round. And then on Wednesday, you've got Bayern Munich v PSG. Bayern Munich 1-0 up from the first leg. And then you've got Tottenham v AC Milan, and Tottenham are 1-0 down from the first leg. And then you've got the Europa League round 16 first legs, Thursday the 9th of March. You've got Sporting Lisbon v Arsenal. And real, real, sorry, Man United v Real Betis. So uh, interesting games there. Moving on to the Women's Super League uh, returns this weekend on Sunday, fifth of March. You've got Man United v Leicester. Man United at the top of the table at the moment. Everton v Aston Villa. Man City v Tottenham. Reading v West Ham. And on Wednesday we've got Arsenal v Liverpool. And Chelsea are second v Brighton. So, moving on to the games this weekend in the Premiership, Aidan. 
Yeah, it's some interesting games, I suppose. Uh, maybe you might disagree with this, but I'd say the the, the pick of the round will be have to will probably be Liverpool versus uh, Man United. Uh, obviously, Liverpool will be looking to uh, gain revenge there because uh, Manchester United bet them earlier on. This is a home game for Liverpool. Liverpool are on a bit of a roll at the moment. Um, you know, Liverpool will be hoping to. Uh, to, to, to uh, get a measure of revenge on it but th- there's a number of interesting games coming up over the over the next number of weeks but uh, yeah that certainly is uh, is uh, the the most interesting one for me anyway what do you think Martin? Yeah well I can't argue there I mean I know Liverpool are not <laughs> near the top at the moment but uh, they're up to the, six at the moment yeah anyway. they're coming back up and of course Man United are in terrific form at the moment as well so it will be an interesting game and we'll we'll definitely talk about it a bit further on when we come to the prediction as well Aidan uh, but the first game up on Saturday is Man City second in the table on 55 points against Newcastle obviously bit down after the defeat at Wembley. Uh, fifth at the moment on 41 points. Uh, Three-all draw uh, at St. J- James's Park back in August. City 10 points from the last four Premiership matches. Toons only three points from the last four Premiership matches. City only one defeat at home so far this season, and that was against Brentford. Uh, the Magpies o- also only one defeat at home this season, and that was to your Liverpool Aiden. The Toons have only scored three goals in the last seven Premiership matches. We were talking about goals that seem to have dried up there at Wembley the other day. City have scored, in the same period, 18 goals. So a huge uh, difference there. Six times as many goals. Man City have only lost once to Newcastle in the last 30 Premiership matches, winning 25 of them. So, uh, not a good hunting ground for Newcastle, that's for sure. City have only lost once at home to Newcastle in the Premiership over 22 years ago. Man City had the best home form at present in the Premiership. They've won 10, drawn 1, lost 1. They have scored more goals than any other team at home, 41 goals. The Toon Army have only lost once away all season, though. Yeah. So, uh... Your prediction for that, Aiden? Yeah, as we know, look, um, Newcastle have have a history. They have bet them. They have bet City before uh, a few times over the last four years as well. So it is possible. Man City are a good side, but they are a bit inconsistent. So it is possible. I mean, we've seen there um, Everton drew with them. You know, there's they are they are beatable. This City team are beatable. Um, I think you know you were saying was it one all earlier on in the season? Three all. Three all. Yeah. So it, it was a it was a draw. And that that um, was uh, Man- and Newcastle were three one up in that game. Yeah. You know what they say? There's nothing as dangerous as a wounded as a wounded mm. animal. So I suppose after losing on on Sunday, they want to they want to get back on the wagon again. This is got this is a tough return to the Premier League for them. Um, I think. Oh, do you know something? I'm going to stick my my neck out on the limb here. Well, it's not really. It wouldn't be a surprise if if um, Newcastle bet them. I'm going to go for a Newcastle one. I just have really? a sneaky feeling. Yeah. I thought you might say a draw now, but I I I, I can see where you're coming from because I think there's more to see with Newcastle, and I yeah. think they will come back up again, and they will start winning, and they will start scoring. They've got too many good players in that team, and, and they I are goal school scorers. Now I hope you're right. Yeah. I hope you're right. I mean, I they have bet City before. And this is, you know, that when when they bet uh, City a few years ago, 
in in the Premier League that their squad is better now than it was back then and they still mm. managed to win so I mean I have to say you have to fancy Man City because they are at home they are playing quite well um, yes they are prone to the odd slip up even though they dominate the game um, I think if Newcastle are going to bounce back this is the game even though most people would say well they'd ex- accept a defeat against Man City uh, because Newcastle are kind of gone off form at the moment they're not scoring the goals Um, but I'll have to go for Man City win but uh, I tell you what Aidan if you're right I would be happy for you I'll tell you that now Uh, especially obviously being an Arsenal fan so Aidan's going for uh, a Newcastle a shock Newcastle well maybe not a shock but uh, a Newcastle away win um, moving on the next game I'm, I'm going for Man City yeah. uh, and we have got more predictions uh, to come after we've uh, just uh, me and Aidan have given our ones so uh, I'll mention them at the end uh, near the end of the show here or the end of the premiership uh, next game Arsenal uh, in the top of the table 60 points the Bournemouth who are at the moment uh, one from the bottom 19th on 21 points 3-0 win for the Gunners back in August at the Vitality Stadium They've only met 11 times in the Premiership, 8 wins for the Gunners and 1 win for the Cherries. Gunners have won 3 matches on the bounce since uh, defeat to Manchester City. Uh, Cherries 1 win in 9 matches, though that win was away at Wolves 2 weeks ago. Arsenal-Bournemouth. Arsenal-Bournemouth, I'd have to go for Arsenal on this one. I'll go for Arsenal as well, Aidan. And then the next matchup is Aston Villa, 11th in the table, 31 points, and they're playing Crystal Palace just below them in 12th on 27 points. Eagles won at home 3-1 back in August of last year. Villa have conceded goals in each of their home games so far this season. Eagles no wins in the last eight Premiership matches. Eagles have drawn five of their last six Premiership matches. Villa have not lost in their last 10 Premiership home matches against Palace. Fill up the Crystal Palace, Aiden. I think this is going to be another draw. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go for a draw on this one. I okay, think. I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I. Yeah, I was tempted for a draw as well, but I'm going to go for Villa on this one and then we've got uh, Brighton v uh, West Ham Brighton 8th at the moment 35 points West Ham 16th on 23 points uh, the Seagulls won 2-0 at the Hammers at the beginning of the season they've met 11 times in the Premiership Hammers yet to win 5 wins for Brighton and 6 matches were drawn Hammers have failed to win any of their last 10 away matches Hammers have the joint worst away form winning only one match and getting only six points so far this season. So, uh, Brighton, West Ham. I'm going to go for a Brighton win on this one. Yeah, and I will do the same. And then we've got next up is we've got Chelsea, the team that just can't seem to find anything. It's not going their way at the moment. Chelsea, 10th at the moment, 31 points against Leeds United, who are 17th on 22 points. Lily, Lily White's won 3-0 back in August at Ellen Road. This is the 30th meeting between these two old foes. The Blues ahead on wins by 11-9. Blues only one win in the last nine Premiership matches. That shows you how bad they are 
for performing at this moment. Blues have only scored one goal in the last five Premiership matches, and the Blues have only managed to score more than one goal in the last 15 Premiership matches once. So they've only scored one, more than one goal one, uh, just the once in the last 15 games. So obviously goal scoring is a problem. Leeds only one win away all season, funny enough, against Liverpool. Uh, Leeds have the second worst away form in the Premiership. So this is an interesting one, Aidan. Chelsea v Leeds. Chelsea v Leeds. Do you know what? I've, a lot of people might might be surprised at this one. I'm actually going to go for a draw on this oh one. Oh my God. Aidan, you're full of surprises this week. <laughs> I will go, and I can see you because we've been betting... I think for Chelsea recently to win and turn turn the corner and it hasn't been happened so I will go for a Chelsea win next game up we've got Wolves 15 from 24 points against Tottenham who are 4th on 45 points Spurs won 1-0 back at the beginning of the season at Tottenham Spurs have won 4 of their last 5 Premiership matches Wolves have only beaten Spurs once at home in the Premiership uh, Wolves v Tottenham Wolves v Tottenham. I'm going to go for uh, I'm going to go for Tottenham on this, but just about. I know their their form doesn't suggest it, and I got them wrong the last time. But uh, yeah, well, they're, they're in good form though. They've won yeah. five of their last six. Sorry, four of their last five games. Yeah, so I suppose yeah, I I think uh, I think it's a Spurs win for this, and uh, of course you know it, it's going to be interesting to see how um, how Wolves react to Liverpool lost there. Uh, the other night as well, but um, yeah, I think uh, I still think Spurs, um, Spurs should have have enough in the tank to win this one. I'll go for a draw in that game. And then we got Southampton rock bottom on 18 points against Leicester, who are 15th on 24 points. Two one away win for Saints over the Foxes back in August. The Saints only one win at home all season, and that was against Chelsea. Saints have lost their last five Premiership matches at home. Saints have not won any of their last five Premiership home matches v Leicester. Saints have the worst record at home, winning only three points so far this season. So, Southampton, Leicester. I'm going to go for a Leicester win on this one. Okay, and I will go for Leicester as well. Then we've got Nottingham Forest, 14th at the moment on 25 points. They're playing Everton, who are 18th on 21 points. Uh, one all draw beginning of the season Forest unbeaten in the last eight home premiership matches so they've got a bit of a fortress going on there uh, Forest have scored in all by one of their home matches this season Toffees only one win away all season and the Toffees no wins away in the last eight matches so Dice needs to find the magic he found against Arsenal uh, Nottingham Forest obviously just lost their last game as well to uh, West Ham I believe it was 4-0 um, and they had been going great guns there so Nottingham Forest v Everton Aiden. Yeah um, I'm going to go for Nottingham Forest on this I mean you know like like you said Sean Dice started off his reign um, with a win over with, with, with a win and uh, you know I suppose everyone probably thought that it was going to be a, a a praise the Lord uh, a moment, and maybe that things might be, might might kick off them from there. But it it doesn't seem to have happened really for Everton um, since then, as as much as maybe people thought. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go for a Forest win. 
Yeah, I can see where you're coming. And plus, Arsenal got that revenge as well. Um, have to add that little bit in again there. Uh, you're going for Nottingham Forest. I will go for a draw on that one. And then we've got Liverpool, sixth at the moment on 39 points. The Man United, who are third. And I've got the wrong point system I had there for Man United. Man United are uh, f- not 39 points. They're on 49 points. Um, so were you uh, giving them a point, a ten-point deduction uh, there, uh, Martin? I don't know. Why, I don't know why I'm doing that, but I was, I did, someone did point out to me at work today um, that I had the wrong total for that, and I forgot to uh, change it. So uh, anyway, we know Man United are going great guns at the moment, and uh, like I said, they're on forty-nine points. Two-one win to the Red Devils at Old Trafford, beginning of the season. Last season, Liverpool won this fixture four-nil. Poole undefeated in the last four matches, winning freedom and conceding zero goals. United only one defeat in the last 11 matches. Uh, United only one defeat at home all season. That was the opening match v Brighton. And United have scored in every Premiership match bar one this season. And that was against Newcastle. Liverpool only one defeat at home this season. And Man United only... Here's an interesting one for you, Aidan. Gives you hope. Man United have only won half of their away matches this season. There you go. So, so Aiden, this is the big one, really, for the weekend, I, I believe. Uh, Liverpool, Man United. I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give a, a punt to, uh, to Liverpool, but just about. I, I think it, it could be a draw, but I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. OK. And I will go for another draw. Maybe too many draws. And then the next game, I suppose, is uh, on Monday. Brentford ninth against Fulham, who are sixth. Brentford on 35 points. Fulham on 39 points. I would argue this is the two informed teams in the Premiership. Uh, They've only played once in the Premiership. 3-2 home win for the Cottages back in August. If I remember right, that was a late goal from Mitrovic about in the 90th minute. I could be wrong, though, on that. Uh, Bees unbeaten in the last 11 Premiership matches. And Brentford only one defeat at home this season, and that was against Arsenal. So we have got two teams in form. Uh, Brentford, even though they're lower than Fulham, you could argue are in better form as regards to run of games undefeated. So, uh, yeah, Brentford v Fulham. Uh, uh, and, of course, this is a London derby. Yeah. Um... I could go for a draw on this one, but I am tempted to go for my old... Uh, Fulham, are you sure uh, now, Aiden? you sure about this? You normally go for... I'm not trying to swear you, mate. Yeah. But you normally go for your Fulham, but... I'm not um, gonna... Hang on now. Yeah, I'm kind of tempted to go for a draw. But, you know, Fulham... Yeah, I'll just give you an idea. In the last six games Fulham have played... Uh, they drew the last one, they won the two before that, and they drew the one before that, but they lost the two that before that. So they've, they're unbeaten in four games. Yeah. So that's but Brentford, as I said, they're unbeaten in 11 matches. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I'll change that to a Fulham win. <sighs> oh, my God. I thought, but, I, I, thought but, I might sway you to keep to the draw or <laughs> go for Brentford. Um, but I do think uh, Brentford are... Um, they're a, they're a good side. I think they will make it difficult, but I think um, Fulham, you know, the the Mitrovic factor. They've been uh, right for you for a lot of times this season, yeah, Aiden. Yeah, stick by them for now. You go for yeah. Fulham. Yeah. You sure now, not the draw. The, the win for Fulham. I go for the draw. <laughs> um, 
So I'm just going to give you some. We've had some more predictions sent in to us. Uh, first of all, we've got Knowles, uh, Man City, Arsenal, Villa, Brighton, Chelsea, Spurs, Leicester, Forest, Man United and Fulham to win. Then we've got Dara O'Connor. He's going for Man City to win 1-0 against Newcastle. He's going Arsenal to win 4-0 against Bournemouth. We've got Aston. He's got Villa to beat Palace 2-1. Brighton to draw at West Ham. Chelsea to beat Leeds 2-1. Wolves and Wolves and Spurs to draw 1-0. Southampton 1, Leicester 2. Forest 1, Everton 1. Liverpool 2, Man United 1. Brentford 2, Fulham 1. And we've got uh, predictions as well from Ema Tully. She is going for a Man City win, an Arsenal win, a Villa win, a West Ham win, a Leeds win, a draw between Wolves and Spurs, uh, Leicester to beat Southampton, uh, Everton to beat Forest, and she's going for a draw between Liverpool and Man United, and she's also going for a draw between Brentford and Fulham. So thanks, uh, Noel, Dara, and Ema for them predictions. And we'd like to we'd like to welcome uh, Ema to the uh, the predictions uh, the predictions circuit, and uh, it's great great to have you on board. And thanks very much for. I your know predictions. Dara and and Ema are. Uh, they're premiership experts, they are. Oh, very good. Very so good. Not, their predictions not to be taken lightly. And who uh, does Emer support? Or does she Emer supports herself. <laughs> she could be dead right. Um, Emer would be a rugby fan, uh, have I been told, but she knows her premiership stuff, I can tell you. Uh, just a, a memory there, after losing another... Um, uh, a man who would be known to many in football chorus, um, uh, as a correspondent uh, or broadcaster, uh, a guy a guy called uh, Dickie Davis. I don't know if you remember him, oh, Aidan. yes, I do, But yeah. I remember him. He worked mainly for ITV. He passed away there just bef- uh, uh, before John Motson, a week before, but Richard John Davies passed away on the 19th of February, 2023, aged 94, he was a British television sports presenter who anchored who anchored the world of sport um, from 1968. Sorry about this. Just back in a minute with you now. 1968 till, until 1985. His first job broadcasting. Uh, was an announcer for the Southern Television in the early stages of his career. Davis was known by his full name, Richard Davies, but changed to Dickie Davis at the suggestion of ITV sport colleague Jimmy Hill. Uh, Davies began work on the world of sport, initially called the Wired World of Sport, in 1965 as an understudy to Eamon Andrews, Aidan, uh, who was paid 40000 by ITV to present... Um, so in our terms, today's terms, that would be about 825000 So that was a lot of money that in them days. Taking over the role of the presenter in 1968 when Andrews left the show. Uh, after World of Sport ended in 1985, Davis stayed with ITV presenting boxing, darts and snooker, as well as playing a part in the coverage of the 1988 Seoul Olympics. He left ITV Sport in August 1989. After leaving ITV, Davis joined the original incarnation of the Eurosport, which was then owned by Sky. 
and the European Broadcasting Union. He fronted their snooker coverage, including the one-off 1991 Meter World Masters. He presented sports bulletins from his home for Classic FM, FM in the early days as its inaugural sports editor. In 1995, Davis suffered a stroke, which forced him to give up his work on the Classic FM. He eventually made a good recovery, although it was a year or two before his speech fully returned to normal. In the late 1990s, he fronted the Dickie Davis Sporting Heroes. Uh, I have to say thanks for the memories, Dickie, and may you rest in peace. That's it. Well, rest in peace, and, uh, yeah, a great a great broadcaster he was. And that's it from me, Aidan. That's great. And uh, just to give you uh, an idea, uh, an update on the result on the uh, fixtures for this weekend in the Common District League uh, on Saturday night uh, on Saturday uh, these kickoffs are these kickoff times in the Premier Division are at 8 p.m. Sky Valley Rovers versus uh, Moylock 79 and Cassidy Celtic versus Boyle Celtic. That's a re- that that's a a real top of the table clash there between Castlery Celtic and Boyle Celtic. If if you can get to that one, that that is uh, sure to be a, gr- a great game. Uh, in the reserve league on Saturday, uh, Clunfad United take on Moor United at twelve midday. As does uh, uh, Shivan Rovers are at home to. Um, Balnagar Manor at uh, also at twelve midday. Moving on to Sunday, February uh, the twenty sixth. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, was it the wrong one there now? And uh, let me see, third. Yeah, so that's this weekend. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so uh, starting this evening, um, there are starting tomorrow, uh, Saturday the fourth of March in the in the reserve league, Clunfad versus Shivan Rovers at twelve midday, and uh, Moor United are at home to Belnagar Manor, and that's in the reserve league, and that's also at twelve midday. Moving moving to tomorrow or moving to Sunday, uh, the fifth of March, and it's the FAI. Women's Amateur Cup Round One Combined Counties uh, FL uh, Galway District League and Roscommon District League. Um, Kilcurran United versus Athenry that has a that has a kickoff time of two p.m. as does Balahadrine versus Carb Rangers also at two o'clock. And uh, in the Roscommon District Football League Premier Division Cup Preliminary Round, CPA Jacks take on uh, Sky Valley Rovers at two p.m. Ballinasloe Town take on Moylach at 2pm. And moving on to the Roscommon District Football League First Division Preliminary Round. Dunmore Town take on Clunfad United with an 11am kick-off. And uh, moving on to the the Second Division Cup, um, St John's Athletic B take on Glen Celtic B and that is at 11am. Uh, and Rahara Rovers take on St Coons United at Haskra at 11am. And in the Women's League, Shivan Rovers take on Boyd Celtic at 2pm and uh, yeah so that's the uh, that's the that's the fixtures in the Scotland District League for this weekend so next up we have uh, we have a, a very special uh, a very special rugby view this week because uh, man, because uh, Craig's uh, Craig's Rugby Club were playing in the J1A final at the weekend against against age-old rivals uh, Connemara and uh, they came out on top and of course this week the, the the success doesn't end there as this weekend they are um they are playing in um they are playing in the semi-final of the the cup, so uh, we wish them all the we wish them all the best, and that is against Ballon Robe. So if you st- stay tuned, and that's coming up after this.
Hello everyone, how are you doing? You're very welcome to this week's Rugby View with myself, Aidan Raftery, and of, uh, and of course, as always, we have Adrian Leddy from Craig's Rugby Club. Hello Adrian, how are you? Are you well? Very well indeed, uh, Aidan, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely. great. <clears throat> and you're, 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 you're buzzing in Craig's Rugby Club uh, after after Friday, or after Sunday Sunday's results against... Uh, a very tough uh, Connemara team. Uh, like like we said on last week's interview, uh, they always proved to be a, a tough uh, a tough team to beat. Now I suppose you, you've had a, uh, they've had victories over you. You've had victories over them. But uh, I suppose this this would be the the sweetest one. But we'll uh, we'll uh, discuss that in uh, later on in the later on in the show. So we'll start we we'll start off I suppose as as we always do with. Uh, with the Craig's Mini Rugby's and uh, rugby team, and they visited uh, Claire Morris Colts and uh, the the under tens and the under twelve girls. Yeah, that a great outing to Claire Morris and uh, the hospitality that Claire Morris and that they showed to them afterwards. Uh, they uh, enjoyed the hot dogs and all as well after the game. Uh, it was a tremendous occasion, um, uh, great for the young boys and girls uh, to get to Claire Morris and to get the, um, a lot of good games and, and, and ideal conditions. And Claire Morris uh, is a new club uh, in Mio that um, is not long in existence. And, you know, it's great to see them uh, at underage level and coming up into um, junior junior team as well now. So, you know, they're, they're, they're building all the time. And, you know, it's, it's great to see more, more teams like Claire Morris uh, coming 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 into the game. That's it, and I suppose that that's where um, something like a blitz gives them the opportunity to showcase the club and uh, to showcase what they're all about, and maybe you know the coaches um, that, that that are there as well. And um, you know, it's it's a great way for Craig's and other clubs to get to know them as well, and maybe build connections and make friends between the two clubs, and indeed other clubs to make friends with them. Oh, absolutely, and. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for Craig's to come up uh, against a team like Claire, Claire Morris, and you know a lot of our uh, young girls and boys they're they're only get, getting involved in it from the uh, the various schools uh, through the mini structure within the club, and you know to to get in out here like that uh, at at all these particular blitzes is absolutely fantastic, Aidan. That's it, and I mean, uh, you know, I suppose for for uh, like you said, for Clara Morris being a relatively new club, it wouldn't be possible without all the uh, all the great all the great um, work and dedication by the by the coaches at all levels, and indeed the committee and sponsors. Oh yes, absolutely, and you know, for people to give up their uh, their day on a Saturday to uh, travel down to uh, Clare Morris, and you know, the coaches and the parents. They all need, you know, need great credit to bring on all these young players, and only for them, uh, the game wouldn't survive. And um, we need, we need stalwarts uh, like um, like that to be able to put in that type of work. And needless to say, we we're, we're fortunate that we have a great great team of of people under the guidance of um, Shane Fleming uh, over minis that, that that all the coaches are, are willing. Uh, to travel away and uh, have have these blitzes, so you know it 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 does uh, help the club in 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 a big way uh, to have them coming through, and you know like the, uh, on Sunday we'll be touching it later, 
But, you know, a lot of these people, you know, players um, that played in the final on Sunday came through the uh, mini and schools rugby structure. That's it, and it's, it's great to see it, and that may continue. And I suppose, you know, it's great to see another club in uh, in Clare Morris as well coming through. And it's great to see, it just goes to show you the degree of interest in rugby now that new new clubs are starting to, to come about and uh, be set up, which is great. And uh, yeah, so moving on then to the under-14 girls, uh, the best uh, law career, good win for the girls. Yeah, good win, and uh, you know, as I said, they, uh, there's a lot of um, games now, and the cup competition has has started. So with the girls and boys at, at youth level, and again, you know, uh, you win some and lose some, and um, you know, but the the important thing is the participation at this level, and for for all the for all our 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 players uh, at youth level. They're getting plenty of rugby at the moment, and there's a big program of of games uh, at the weekend again. Like they they um, the under sixteen boys are out uh, against Monavay. They they under on on Friday evening. The under thirteens are away to Buccaneers. The under sixteen girls are away to La Rea, and the under fourteen boys uh, are uh, the curtain raiser for for the game against Ballinrobe on Sunday. They they're they're playing Bell and Robe. So, you know, again, you know, there's a lot a lot of rugby there between mini uh and, and youth rugby and cup games uh to to play and uh we'd be hoping that we'd um maybe win win out uh, some of them. But you know, it's uh, it's a case of getting all the players uh participating, giving them giving them games uh at this stage of the season. That's it, and it's great to see it. And moving on to the second team as well, it's it's great to see uh, the second team beat Chum in in a playoff. That that's uh, that's that's great progression for the second team, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And uh, I was at the game, and it was uh, a great game of rugby uh, for for a game that was just going for, uh, for you know to to move to move up to fourth place uh, within the league. Um, uh, it, it the game was played in great spirit, but uh, I tell you, it was um, a good, hard, physical game, and you know there was no quarter given. And uh, again, thanks to the accuracy of Mark Brandon's boot and um, with the number of penalties, and you know it was it was um, a lovely evening uh, in in June, and uh, Craig's came came out the right side side of it, and. You know, again, it's it just shows the the strength and depth. There's a a lot of players there that that played on the Saturday evening in, in June. Uh They weren't part of the panel uh, for the first team. They quite a, quite a, a lot of them would have played first team rugby um, during during the year. Um, but again, the, the it, it it shows the depth that there is for the first team now in in Craig's. And of course, that will help the. Uh, the first team as well because sometimes players need to will, will be needed at various times of the year depending on injuries and maybe unavailability uh, for for other things for other reasons and that which is great and I think oh, that's very much so. yeah very, and that's very, needed in every club very, isn't it yeah very much yeah. so Aidan, uh, you know that you you need a good uh, second side and you know when you have over forty training on a on a midweek uh, night um, it, it 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 helps. Uh, for the coaches, the two teams, and the 
They can have a run against one another. Um, everyone, everyone is playing for their place now, and um, everybody uh, is hoping to get into the team uh, for both the first team cup and for the second team. The second team uh, will will uh, have a cup coming up uh, against uh, Gerard in the junior in the junior one C cup, and that game is uh, on the weekend of the eleventh or twelfth. Um, the date isn't fixed, but it will be uh, played played in June. Uh, it probably will, most likely will be the Saturday evening on the on the eleventh, and uh, uh, again that would be great for our seconds and development team uh, to 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 uh, play in the final, and hopefully that will come away with with a victory. And of course, as well as that, like we're we're going to be coming that that's going to be the next thing we're going to be talking about. Um, I, I suppose you know with the first team doing so well now, you know that they they won the league final. They're they're in the they're in this uh, semi final now as well. Uh, you know that it, it's great uh, it's great inspiration for the for the minis and the youths rugby section and indeed the seconds that uh, you know they can aspire to. You know when when they see the first team winning that they, that they can go on and they they can win it and also maybe one day play for the first team which which is a, a great situation for, great situation for the club to be in. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Uh... Uh, you know, um, so, Sunday probably in the sports ground was a very emotional day for a lot of us that have been waiting for 27 years for 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 this day. And uh, um, again, it was great to get over the line and to get over the line in style um, on Sunday. And uh, we uh, we we scored four fantastic tries. Any of the, any of the four tries could be try of the month. Um, it was just. Uh, um, fabulous rugby. Um, the wide pitch in in the sports ground uh, suited probably Craig's. Uh, they they ran uh, Connemara off their feet uh, in in the end, and it was just uh, uh, a great uh, entertainment uh, for particularly for neutrals that uh, wasn't wasn't caught up in the game as much. Uh, but it, you know, for, for us to, to to come away with a convincing victory against Connemara, as I said on this program uh, last week, that we have a huge amount of respect for Connemara. That we have been battling at the door uh, for the last number of years against them, and they they have come out on top. And it needless to say that they were, you know, very um, very good uh, in uh, and gracious. In, in losing afterwards, um, I talked to a lot of their their mentors and, and coaches and so on. And you know, they, they were they were um, saying that the best team uh, won, and they were you know um, content that you know that Craig's had had finally um, shown uh, that they were the best team in Connacht. So now um, you know, it, a great credit to to all the people that, that has worked with this team. Uh, to our previous coaching team of Pat Cunningham and management, to the current to the current uh, of t- uh, coaches and, and management, they have done an exceptionally good job with with with, with this team, and um, uh, they have they have just given it the final edge. But every every player uh, stood up to it on 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 Sunday. It it was it was a game that everyone you know the players um, all all. Uh, rode in like from from the training pitch. Uh, a lot of the moves that they had worked out um, uh, stuck to the hands, and you know that was the difference. That you know that they 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 were able to get through 
uh, the Connemara defence, um, which they may not ha- have been able in the past. But they, they, they great credit to them that when Connemara did uh, come at them, our, our defence um, was very solid. It stood up as well. That's it. And of course, through familiarity, I suppose the, the lads would have been familiar uh, with uh, with this Connemara side over the last couple of years. So that probably helped with regards to knowing their strengths and weaknesses and how to stand up to this uh, very good quality um, Connemara team, which was great. And of course, we, we have to uh, show some uh, s- some photos here of uh, today, this week's uh, Roscommon Herd. It was great. Some some lovely pictures uh, to be seen, and of course, uh, you're you're in it yourself there on the there's common people as well. We've seen you today, um, uh, Adrian as well. And here's some more there. There's uh, other other pictures there for Craig's under fourteen yeah. girls and that, and uh, the twenty seventh. That's uh, the team photo. That'll be a very precious. Uh, that'll be a very precious picture now in. Uh, it could be on a lot of walls in, in various houses and that there around the, the Craig's uh, area, but you know, and, and deservedly so. And yeah, and all credit um, the captain uh, Brian Diffley and, the, and his team for bringing back the silverware um, to Craig's. And you know, we we uh, are grounded again, and they, they want to go for the double now and. This week they're um, they're back training hard again and ready for the game on on Sunday against Ballinrobe. Um, we play Ballinrobe in the semi final of the Collard uh, Junior Cup at, at two p.m. in in the Green and Craig's. Um, you know, again, it's a, a day that we we're all looking forward to, and we hope that we can get through to an, to another final. And that would not that that would be that would be great, and uh, you'll be visiting Ross FM with two with two trophies, hopefully in the in the coming weeks. But this is a, a really exceptional uh, uh, group of players, both the firsts and the seconds. Uh, you know, because I suppose really without the seconds, the first wouldn't. The, you know, it's kind of a combination really of both the first and seconds. It takes to win. It, it takes to win the. Um, the, the first team to win that uh, what the one on Sunday and looking ahead to the next couple of weeks hopefully to win a second trophy yeah they're all they're all training well together the, the first and seconds and uh, you know there's not a lot of, between some of the players and you know just uh, selection selection was tough for for the the management and coaches uh, to to select the team. But uh, you know they selected the team of you know, trying to get the best balance um, w- within the team, and uh, you know sometimes you get it right, other times you mightn't. And uh, but on, on Sunday uh, it, it worked out for us. But like uh, you know in a semi final we have we have to get over Ballon Robe on, on Sunday. Um, they they uh, we will play them uh, if we get over Ballon Robe on Sunday. We'll play the winners in the other semi final of uh, Westport and Chum. So. You know, again, uh, there's a long way to go. Maybe uh, yet, even before we'll have the two cups. But uh, you know, two 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 hard games ahead. So we we you know, hopefully that we're in that position and that we that we can uh, win the double. That's it. And moving on to Buccaneers Rugby Club RFC as well. Uh, Buccaneers edge out Malone to maintain win, winning streak. That's that's uh, books are going very well at that level. Yeah, they're 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 going well in in the IL, and uh, uh, you know they'll be hoping that they would 
you know, stay, stay up there in the, in the top uh, part of the league. And, you know, that's uh, all, all, all credit to them uh, for, you know, coming up into a higher division and, and, and being able to um, keep the consistency in that there that they that they're showing all season, and uh, you know they they're also in the the final of the Batman Cup the following weekend against uh, Turnyor. So you know they they again have a uh, quite a bit of rug, rugby to to play, and their their Turds had a had a great win as well um, in the the, the Turds won out the the Connacht League uh, against um, the Corinthians third. So, you know, that, that's great for the uh, underage teams and under-20s. And they had a number of wins at, at, at youth level as well. So, you know, again, the Buccaneers, have, you know, have a, um, a lot of of, um, of of players coming through the system and uh, they have a good structure in Buccaneers. That's it. And uh, just as you say that, obviously, you know, that the... Just, just like Craig's uh, Craig's Rugby Club, uh, you know they also have a very successful underage structure as well, and uh, their own under 15s won that won the title recently as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, you know there there's a a, num- a number of you know they're they're fairly well being shared out among clubs and that they're the yeah. the youth titles uh, there as well. Like there's there's other clubs in the mix and. You know that that's where where it, it it just shows that youth youth rugby both boys and girls is on a high within the province and uh, you know there's a great standard of of, of rugby have attended a number of finals um, of youth rugby this year and you know the standard of rugby is is very high and you know that that only um, you know hope that a lot of these uh, youngsters will continue to play the game and it'll probably improved the game overall within the within the province. And of course the uh, the under 20s face the, the league holders this weekend. That's going to be a, another tough game but this is a very good under 20s team that they have in Buccaneers rugby club as well. Yeah, well yeah, uh, they as I say if they can get all their under 20s uh, together, uh, sometimes they're 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 lost to other teams but they you know, if they can keep the on the twenty side together, they, they they have a good panel of players there this year, uh, and and they're and they're going well, as you say. It you know, and uh, of course, finally, the the first travel to Bel- Belvedere, uh, never a tough, um, never never an easy way, and never an easy place to go. Belvedere, they they have a great tradition in rugby. Belvedere rugby club. Oh, they have indeed. Yeah, they have indeed. Like as I said. Uh, you know, uh, Belvedere in previously, like uh, Ollie Campbell's old team, and that there, Belvedere has a great history uh, within the game. And you know, there'll be there'll be a, 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 be a tough game now for for Buccaneers um, uh, at the weekend. You know, so and uh, moving on to Carrick Rugby Club as well, Carrick and Shannon, uh, 